We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready for rapid fire? Let's do it, baby. All right, rapid fire. I'll tell you what, let's start with a listener question for okay. rapid fire. Shannon, true or false, if the Notre Dame offensive line had been performing to their success later in the year during during the Marshall game, then Tyler Buckner doesn't get hurt and the season has a different outcome. I, I will say true, and I will expound on that and say that if they were playing to their later success in the season, they probably beat Ohio state too. So they, I mean, they were, they just could not move the football offensively against Ohio state and they didn't do well, obviously against Marshall either. So if they were playing the way they were the second half of the season in those games, absolutely. I think they beat both of those teams and Tyler Buckner being the quarterback all year, they beat Stanford too. (sighs) The problem I have with that, you know, I guess I guess the argument goes to if the offensive line is better, then they've got a lead against Marshall. And so then Tyler Buckner doesn't need to run, you know, toward the end of the Marshall game. And therefore, he doesn't get hurt when he gets tackled against Marshall. That argument, okay, I guess I can see that. But the problem is he was going to run at some point. Absolutely. You know? yeah. He was running a, a lot those first couple games. and. Uh, that's the kind of play that you can get hurt on any play running, you know, whether the offensive line was better or not. So there's no doubt. And I I agree. If the offensive line had played better against Ohio state, I think that they probably, they have a really good chance to win that game. And it doesn't come down to one interception or not one interception, but one stupid zero blitz that turned into a touchdown. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. And D rock Irish is right. You know, the, the offensive line was atrocious the first four games, but then it, it turned around, but it's, it's hard for me like to, to go back and, and sort of, you know, redo the Buckner injury just because of the offensive line, just because again, you get tackled on any play. So, uh, town asks, will you be covering calling the Notre Dame games in Greenville? Well, that's assuming they get there, but the answer of course is yes. I'll be with them throughout the NCAA tournament as long as they are playing in the NCAA tournament. Uh, okay, we already did that one. So let's go to a question that we already had lined up for today. Right. Fill in the blank. The Notre Dame football player you most want to see live during the spring is blank. 
I, I'm sorry. I know that this is such a easy answer. And I some people probably want something, you know, out of the nowhere. Like, ooh, who's Vince looking at? It's it's Sam Hartman. I'm sorry. I want to see <laughs> how he throws the football in a Notre Dame uniform to Notre Dame's receivers. That's what I'm excited to see. I, I like the glitz and the glamour and, and all of that. And I like offense and I like quarterback play. And so I want to see how he looks in a Notre Dame uniform. All right. Well, it's inter- I was wondering where you would go with this. <laughs> Mine, because I, you know, like the guy's been playing for five years. So it's not like we haven't seen True. him on film. Mine is Tobias Merriweather, because I want to see if Sam Hartman, like, can, you know, how quickly he is able to, uh, you know, make, I guess, legitimate receivers out of this young group of talented wide receivers yeah. Notre Dame has that Tobias is at the front of. So that's what I want to see. I, I want to see Tobias. I want to see what it looks like with him catching passes sure. from Sam Hartman with a legitimate quarterback throwing him the football this year and running the offense. That's what I want to see. And, I mean, really, you can throw in the rest of the receivers behind him. But, sure. again, Tobias is obviously at the front of the list. So My my secondary group that I'm going to be paying attention to is, is the guard position. Like, who – who is going to right. take those I position mean, that's, battles? And yeah, that, that's going to be the next. Like, how does Billy Shrouth look? How does Rocco Spindler look? You know, right. how does Christophic look? Like, those three guys specifically, can somebody take hold of those two guard spots? Like, those would be the ones that I'm excited to see. I mean, you know, <laughs> Shannon was obviously here last night because Jesse's would be Rocco Spindler. It would I'm be. I'm still shocked that Jesse took Rocco with the first round pick. So was of I. The spring breakout player offensive draft. So, so was I. Yes. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, speaking of which, Vince, you know, you, you trolled me last night. You weren't even part of the show. <laughs> I know. You're sitting in the chat, and you trolled me saying Andrew Christophic not eligible to be a breakout player this spring. So my question to you is, 
How do you define a potential breakout player candidate, Vince D'Addario? <laughs> <laughs> to me, a breakout player is somebody that hasn't you're had already wrong. I know. I, you have look the, any argument you're going to have against what I have to say here is absolutely accurate. I can't even argue with it. But for me, I see when I think of a breakout player, I think of somebody that hasn't had significant snaps, hasn't been on the field, hasn't started games, you know, something like that. So Andrew Kostovic doesn't fit in my category. Your argument is a thousand percent good because. Okay. All because right. I see where you're coming from. I noticed from. you weren't chiming in after I was responding to it last night. So. No, I didn't I didn't respond because <laughs> I was told by other people that I had to put a super chat in in order to talk. And uh. So I stopped talking. But uh but no, you you're, look, I get where you're coming from. He was a he was an injury starter. I mean, he right. started because somebody was injured. He wasn't he didn't I don't want to say he didn't earn a starting spot, but he wasn't one of the five starters, right? I mean, he just well, he wasn't. And so right. a breakout for him would be he's been named a starter. And then he goes out and he dominates. Well, yeah. yeah, at the very least, like he's kicking butt, and you know he's like, like people are saying, man, Christophic is looking really good, and whatever. Like you haven't heard that talk about Chris. Not that not that people have talked poorly about him, but my point is, he started one game last season, and that was the game that Jarrett Patterson, you know, missed because of the injury, the Ohio sure. State game. And it's not that he played badly in that game, you know, and he played more than that the year before that, but that was also sure. a makeshift offensive line that I think I counted like nine different guys started on the line two years ago, you know? So like, and again, even though he started more games in 2021 than 2022, it didn't stick. It's, you know, yeah. he didn't, be, it, there was no carryover. It didn't become a starter. So like, to me, you've got two guard spots open. This is oppor opportunity for a guy like him. You know, it's like, I was thinking about this as an analogy. Like you've got September call-ups in baseball and those guys might play you know they might even start some games when they get sure. called up but like the next year they're still eligible for rookie of the year you know so like like there's a difference between playing and i think you know being 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 a guy that people are talking about and sure. i think that part of being a breakout guy is like people are there's there's buzz around you you know like people are talking about you heading heading into the summer so fair that, that's kind of my my two cents on it. Okay. So the Indianapolis Colts are expected to release Matt Ryan. And in the meantime, there's all this Aaron Rodgers stuff. And I mean, man, today was an Aaron Rodgers day of Aaron Rodgers day. Oh, and all this sure Rodgers to the Jets stuff going on. Should the Colts have been bigger players, considering where they are right now, in trying to get Aaron Rodgers this offseason? I mean, it's so hard for me to remove my utter hatred for Aaron Rodgers when I answer these types of questions, Sean. <laughs> because my my should gut they, instinct... Should they have tried to get a future Hall of Fame quarterback yeah, who still yeah. wants to play NFL football? Uh, no, because he's a headache and you don't want... I wouldn't want that... I would not want him around my organization. I just wouldn't. I, I think he's more bothered than he's worth at this point in his career. Okay? So... No, and and they've done the retread of future Hall of Fame quarterbacks the last few years, and it really hasn't worked out, you know, real well, right? I think you could make the argument um, that Rivers was, you know, I think he worked out, you know, I think he was the bridge you were looking for. Decent for a year. Yeah, right. They, needed, they obviously needed I, more after that. And I was shocked, to be honest with you, that Matt Ryan 
was such a failure in Indianapolis. Me too. I really, I really am. I, I thought that he would be much better. And he was, I mean, he got benched like three different times or something. I, it was just, it was not good, right? And so they, they're going to cut him, blah, 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 blah. So no, I don't think they should have gone after Rodgers. I think they have to figure out what the, who their quarterback of the future is. And they just need to ride that wave at this point, you know, just go for it. And so I think they should have been more involved in moving up in the draft if they think that one of those two guys is your franchise quarterback, because at four, you're not going to get the two best guys. Right. And they obviously feel like they, you know, I, I don't know if this played into them not trading up with the bears to begin with, but yeah. you know, the Colts were one of the first teams that were, it was being talked about right. moving up to get that number one pick trading with the bears. Does that mean that they're not that confident in this year's quarterback class? Well, again, if not, then you're, if, if, you know, if you're not confident enough to trade up to number one to get one of these guys, you're certainly not going to be happy with what you get that lands to you at, at four. number four. Right. So you're probably not going to waste your time going there. But what you do know is this is going to be the seventh straight year <laughs> that they've had a different starting quarterback Crazy. to open the season. You know, it goes Scott Tolzien, Andrew Luck, Jacoby Brissett, then Phillip Rivers, then Carson Wentz, and of course, Matt Ryan last year. You know, I've spent the last couple of days saying, you know, I'm really not sure about Lamar Jackson and, you know, whether or not I would want Lamar Jackson on my team. And it's not because I don't like Lamar Jackson. It's because of the, you know, as I've said, you've got to rebuild your whole offense around Lamar Jackson. Yeah. What I wasn't thinking about was the fact that Steichen, the new head coach, just came from Philadelphia, where he has a quarterback fairly similar, had a quarterback fairly yeah. similar in style. To Lamar Jackson, of course, in Jalen Hurts, and you know, and he's got Jonathan Taylor, and he's got a solid offensive line. It's like at this point, if you're the Colts, what are you going to do? Because you know, are you going to try to that division is is very winnable if you've got mm -hmm. a quarterback, a, a, like a true franchise quarterback, at the helm, and you, you know, you'd have to pay Lamar Jackson a lot. You're going to have to give up that number four pick and probably another first round pick to get him but i'm starting you know again like when you look at at steichen's background and the offense that he just ran and lamar jack like i think that there are a lot worse <laughs> probably options for the indianapolis colts than lamar jackson the more i think about it but you know again you're gonna have to give give up something to do it and that seems to be part of the colts problem as well is they're not willing to give up draft capital to go out and make moves they don't want to spend a lot of money they don't want to make moves and in the meantime they're stuck with crappy quarterback play yeah yeah it, it's it's not good in 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 uh in indy right now i mean they got rid of their best yeah. corner i mean yes they're good defensively but but i'm happy they gave up their best corner because yeah, i know because they went to the cowboys i know i right. saw that <laughs> i saw that very happy about that <laughs> Fill in the blank. After seeing the Bears land their massive trade haul from Carolina for the number one draft pick, they should do blank for Levy Smith for his part in getting them that number one pick to begin with. I think he's on the short list for a Super Bowl ring when the Bears finally get one. I think that's, uh, you know, if, they, if, if this draft and the subsequent drafts lead to that, I think he should be involved. Get I think ready. you're absolutely right. Like at, at the very least, they should make him some kind of special assistant, you know, if as long as he's not working for somebody else. But yeah. you're right. If they win a Super Bowl in the next five years, you know, based on what they get out yeah. of out of this trade, 
that they made, Levy Smith should absolutely get a ring. And for anyone who forgot, remember, the Colts were actually involved in that, and that was in Indy, fourth and 20. They score a touchdown with seconds left, and then they could have kicked to tie the game, but instead they go for two for the win, and they won, and that ended up giving the Bears the number one pick. It's so, a great day. It's a great day. It's just like, I, I love, like, Lovey just sticking it to the Texans on his yeah, way buddy. out of town. It's like, apparently the owner was standing on the sideline and, like, the look on his face while all this is going on. I would have loved <laughs> to see that. I would have loved it. All right, so Tommy's got a question. How good is Elkhart football? They're coming to play my high school, Massillon, this upcoming season. FYI, that game is September 8th. Y'all should come and bring Jesse since he's only an hour or so. Well, Elkhart not that good mm-hmm. last last year. They've kind no. of gone downhill. After consolidating two schools as well, everyone thought they were going to be the next big power in this area. They were good for one year. And it's kind of hasn't been, been as iffy. good the last couple of years. Yeah. yeah, it's been iffy. And I'm I'm happy that they're playing Massillon on the 8th because then they play Penn the following week. Uh, and they're probably going to get beat up pretty good. And uh, I'm okay with that because Elkhart yeah. and Penn are pretty much the local rivals around here because now Elkhart is, is the same size as Penn, right? So yeah. uh, that'll be a home game for Penn. So I'll be working that night T gun. So I can't make the trip to Ohio. Yeah. And I'll be doing Mishawaka football again right. this fall, unless something right. changes. So I'm which, in the same boat, which the Mishawaka Penn rivalry heats back up this year. It does. I'm very excited about the Penn, and I'll be leaning on you to make sure we've got a good connection. Gotcha, there. buddy. I'm going to try to get out of my, uh, my duty and maybe I can call the game with you. We'll see. I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. That would be interesting if they let you do that. I don't think they would, but we'll see. (laughs) We shall see. But no, Elkhart is not great this year, or they haven't been great. Maybe they will take a big step in the right direction, but Massillon should take that one pretty easily. Yeah. So we talked the other day about North Carolina's decision not to play in the NIT this year after they didn't make the NCAA tournament. Turns out the team voted not to play. That's according to some of the dads. (laughs) <laughs> of players on the team, what they told USA Today, that the team voted not to play in the NIT. Are you good with that, Vince? I'm not good with that because that even – that I, I will double down on the fact that I'm upset that they didn't go and play because that – I have an issue with the culture of the program if these guys are voting to not continue to play with each other. Like, I've got a, I've got an issue with the whole situation <laughs> with, with, with the way things are going over in Carolina. So, I – I double down on the fact that I'm disappointed that they they voted that way because obviously something's not good down there. I mean, I kind of get what you're saying. But at the same time, it's not like you haven't heard of, you know, like 500 football teams or, you know, like I think a few years, just a couple years back, like didn't Notre Dame turn down the NIT, you know, know, like because the team basically voted, you know, not that they didn't want to play either. So yeah, they did. It's not unprecedented. It's happened, but sure. I think the bigger thing with North Carolina is it just kind of seems like sour grapes. And I I agree with the culture, especially like when we were talking about Tom Penders and all the stuff he was saying about them, about how they don't play hard and all this different stuff. Like, I don't know. I, I guess 
we're we're definitely older school guys. It's like you know you 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 want to play, you want to play, and all that. It's true, different kind of stuff. But it is North Carolina, and like you know, again, like the sour grapes aspect. It's it it basically comes off as North Carolina saying we're too good for the NIT, so we're not going to play in the NIT. Yeah. So, I and I get that. In but general, I you know not, I though. I would rather leave it up to a vote of the team than just the coaches making that decision. You know, like you guys vote, we'll go with what you want to go with. But the sure. administration signed off on it as well. Yeah. You know, I, I get the team having coach. a vote and all that. I guess I'm just disappointed in the way that it turned out because they can say that they're too good for the NIT, but are you? Because you didn't make the NCAA tournament. So are you too good for the NIT? <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very true. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are not Marshall. Which happens first, Notre Dame National Championship or Bears Super Bowl victory? That's the easiest question that we've had all night long. It's Notre Dame National Championship. (laughs) Bar none. Like, I can get excited about some things about the Bears and all that. I will be the last one to get in line to say that the, that the Bears are going to win a Super Bowl. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think Notre Dame <laughs> right now is much closer to a national championship oh, than the yes. Bears are to a Super Bowl. But who knows? We'll see what these picks turn into. Sure. Benjamin wants to know, do you like what the Bears are doing with their trade partners? And uh, if you were the Bears, who's your first pick? Uh, whoever the best offensive lineman is on the board when it gets to number nine that's who I would pick because that is the biggest issue for the Bears was their offensive line they need to shore it up I was upset when they didn't get McGlinchey you need an offensive lineman period so that's who I would go with if they're still at nine when the you know the timer starts ticking yeah I'll just I'll I'll go with your answer on that one (laughs) and and look I don't I don't know about Jackson Smith and Jigba they you know they need they, they definitely need to get better in the offensive line, and they have a poor history of where they take offensive linemen. And yeah. I think that you could really anchor that line with where they're picking right now at number nine, assuming they don't trade down again. So. Yeah, no, and I look, I will never claim to know as much about the NFL draft as our, as our buddy Ryan, but whoever the best lineman is, that's who I want. And I'll ask Ryan when we get closer, who should Bears be? You know. <laughs> All right, CBS lead college basketball announcer Jim Nance calling his last NCAA tournament this year. The Final Four is in Houston. Nance is a 
University of Houston alum. And I guess he has used the word we when referring to the top-seeded Cougars in interviews, as in, you know, we need to do this, we need to do that, we're, you know, we're number one, whatever. So are you good with that, Vince? So I have been on record that I can't stand when people say we. And I blame you for that because you're the one that told me that (laughs) announcers aren't supposed to do that. And I took that to heart back in 2004 when you told me that. I took it to heart. Right. I have zero problem with him doing this because he's an alum of the school. I have zero issue with it because it is we. He went to school there. He has paper on the wall from that school. But he is still supposed to be impartial when he is on the air talking about. You're saying when he's calling the games. You're saying when he's calling the games. Yes. But outside of that. It's we all day, baby. See, I don't think I say there. we when it comes to Kansas. You don't. You never do. Okay. But I would give you a pass if you did. If I did. Okay. Yeah. See, like, I don't say we when it comes to Kansas. I don't say we, you know, like with the Cowboys, you know, Notre Dame, whatever. Well, you know I don't say you it. You like, never played for the Cowboys. Broadcasting so. game. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. But I'm just saying, like, of my, right. like, all right. the teams that I have. Well, like, and – and you and I have done high school sports together for a long time. I don't say we when we cover Marion because that's where I went to high school. Like yeah. I, that, and I won't and I won't say we if I'm covering the game that has Penn involved because I work there. Like that's just that's not what I would do. And but I I have no problem with Jim Nance when he's just talking about the team. I don't have any issue. That's if fair. he's calling if he's calling the fair. game, that's different though. That's that's exactly I I, yeah. I I can I can live with that because I think you know the again these are more like interviews either with podcasts or radio or whatever and again he is an alum you know he paid money to go to the university of houston so he belongs to the university right of houston so i guess i can see that uh sean you can say we when reading off my great question sincerely we are not marshall <laughs> and we will wrap it up on that tonight there it is <laughs> because again vince has birthday shenanigans to get to so yes sir we uh we're we've come in under time. You've got two minutes to spare. It looks like that, here at the end of the show. Not, that is not like us, Sean. So that's right. I'm excited. All right, we've got more, of course, tomorrow. Uh, IB Nation Sports Talk, and then uh, I'll be I'll be out Friday. I don't. I I need to address with the boss what's going on on Friday because um. I've got a basketball game at 3.30 uh, in the afternoon. It kind of interferes with the yes. uh, typical yes, start time of our show. Yes, it does. Yes. All right. Well, thanks for being here tonight. We will talk to you tomorrow. Happy birthday, Dylan Dario, And we'll talk to you later on Ivy Nation Sports Talk.